first unplanned movie is coming out. Um, we're excited about this. Abby mm. Johnson is uh, a really brave person. She was she had she was a woman. She had a couple of abortions. She worked at Planned Parenthood, and she was a staunch supporter of these causes. Um, in fact, no one thought they could convert her. Uh, she actually rose to the ranks of Planned Parenthood, and it all changed one day. Um, she got into a room where an abortion was taking place. Uh, it's, an, it's an amazing story. It really is. And, and, her, and her attitude on how to change people's hearts is absolutely right. It works. They want to make a movie about her. If they need your support, go to unplannedfilm.com. That's unplannedfilm.com. This one could really change hearts and move the needle. Unplannedfilm.com. The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This so, is yeah. the Glenn Beck Program. So I think the, what is it, the horrible, terrible... A really very bad day. No so whatever good, very that is. Bad day. Yeah, I think that's continued. Mattis and his letter of resignation. This is not good. This is really, really not good. This is Mattis. In case you don't know, is our generation's Eisenhower and and MacArthur and Patton without the crazy parts. This is not good. And I, quite honestly, it's. I mean, we're we're right up on Christmas. I don't know if I can handle it. <laughs> I don't know if I can handle it. I don't know if I want to handle it. Well, we have to talk about it, obviously. No, we we do, but I I'm not sure. I'm this not is sure. The Glenn Beck program. I can handle uh, <laughs> all of that. Uh, we've you know we've just let me think of Santa just for a little while. Just think of Santa. Think happy thoughts. Happy thoughts. Of course, Santa's not happy. Have you seen Santa on his big chair and his throne? It doesn't look like a very comfortable, especially the length of time he's sitting there. It does not look comfortable. No, it's not. It's not. We have a Santa chair right here. And Santa was here just recently for a party we had, and uh, he wasn't comfortable. There was no back support there. He needed a next chair. And Santa would like it because he never has to get up either. I mean, you're that fat. You don't want to get up. I know. I've lived it. I'm living. I'm I'm Tim Allen in the in that Christmas movie. All of a sudden, I look like, well, if Colonel Sanders was fatter and dressed as Santa, that's me. That's me. That's true. And I think um, if you have ever brought your kid in line to see Santa, you'll notice that uh, you know halfway through the line, he has to get up and take a long break. Yeah, and that's because his chair sucks. Doesn't have an X chair. Yeah. Needs the X chair and. Santa, if you're listening, and I know you are because you know everything we're doing and you know that this is good. So this puts us on the good list. Uh, you have an X chair now, a, a uh, X chair basic. It's the X basic only available to this audience. It is uh, much more affordable, has all the adjustments that you need, uh, but it's it's really affordable. Great for Christmas for your spouse, if they have an office at home uh, or you, you know, just saying Santa might get it for you. Oh my gosh, did Santa leave that under the tree for me? I didn't I didn't know. Eight four 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 X chair. Eight four 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 X chair. Not build by elves, which makes it I'm sorry, Santa, a little better. Free foot rest and save a hundred bucks if you use the promo code Beck right now. Xchairbeck.com or eight four 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 X chair. I just think that uh, 
you know, there are times that I kind of wish and, and, you know, Mattis his resignation. There are times that I think, you know, what? it, it, it might have been better if, um, you know, I was working and, you know, just I would have stayed in music radio. I could have been happier. But then I realize I wasn't that good. Uh, and so I'd probably be working at that station that every market has. And I, I want you to know, DJs, I know, I know who you are. And I, I know what you're going through. And if you're at one of those stations... Our prayers are with you this holiday season. Santa 1099 FM, your home for the holidays, playing all of your favorite holiday music, like that one from Brenda Lee. I don't know about you, but I just can't hear that one often enough. Now, here's Mariah Carey on Santa 1099. You're home for the holidays. Hi, I'm Chris Kringle. And we've been playing all of your favorite holiday hits since October 28th. I don't know about you, but uh, two days before, uh, you know, Halloween, I'm still, I'm just ready for the holiday tunes to start jamming on Santa 109.9. But don't forget... After the new year, sometime probably around mid-January, we'll be back to playing your favorite work music mix. Well, we'll play all of your favorites from Barry Manilow. <laughs> Barry Manilow and Elton John and Neil Diamond. And who could forget Michael Bolton? But now it's nothing but Christmas music. Wall to wall. Like, like this one from Kenny G. On Santa 1099. I think I'm going to kill myself. Hotline. Chris. Okay, man. I, I mean, I, you don't call me Chris. You know I'm not Chris. Your name's Chris. It is Are you for, on Santa 1099? It is for this time because you're making all of us take stupid names for Christmas. Do you want Rudolph Red Nose Reindeer? No. That's what you'll get. What, are you going to fire the morning guy? Isn't that his name? No, I changed him to uh, Missile Toe. What do you want? Uh, first of all, your mic was on. 
What? Your mic was on when you said you wanted to kill yourself. Uh, I'm sorry. I'll turn the That's mic That's minor. Off. I just wanted to tell you about your last break with the Kenny G intro. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I don't understand. Uh, you're talking about the G-Man, and uh, there's no enthusiasm whatsoever. For the G-Man? Yeah, Kenny G. How could you possibly be enthusiastic about the G? Kenny G does make me want to kill myself. Well, and I've had to put up, but I've had to play this since October 28th. We're playing every cut of Kenny G's album. That's another thing, by the way. You said we're going to stop in mid-January? Yeah. Didn't you get the memo? No. April 15th. We're playing Christmas music until April 15th? Until tax day. Why? Nobody wants to hear it. I think people actually would want to hear the, the Michael Bush. Did you know that our ratings go yeah. from a 0 0.3 to a 19.4 for one yeah. month? Yeah, yeah, okay. What is it? Why are you, call, why are you calling You need to get a little more enthusiasm. Think of a male Delilah. Okay. A male Delilah? She's enthusiastic? So think Delino. A male Delilah, okay? But then think of Delilah if she had married an Osmond. So you're really down, but you're really excited. All right, my song is about Santa. that. Santa. Yeah. 1099. All right. Think of that. Santa. Anything else I'm supposed to talk about? Yeah, get jolly. Get jolly. Yes. Stop trying to be different. Remember, I... difference bad. All right. And oh, you're being different good. now. They're being good. All right, all right. All right. You're being bad. All right, shut up for a second. Hang on. I have to. Uh, song. Oh, it's great. It's Santa 1099. I'm Chris Kringle, and that's Kenny G. Hey. You know how you go Christmas shopping at the mall during the holidays and it's crowded and stuff? Do you, do, you, do you know that? And then it's hard to find a parking space and things? I hate that. You probably hate that too, right? Okay, let's get jolly with Sleigh Ride on Santa 1099. That was ridiculous. Yes, it was. Your delivery was ridiculous. I know I, I sent you an email about talking about the parking lot. That doesn't mean you just walk through the... Because it's stupid. Every bad DJ is talking about parking lots. You need to sell it. You need to think about what it's like for you to be in a crowded parking lot. Think, put yourself there, okay? You need to relate and be enthusiastic, but calm and soft, but louder, but kind of in the middle. Was I jolly enough? Hold on a second. Our research is showing you're 42% less jolly than you should be. What do you... Research? What do you... Yeah, just did a likability focus group on you. And they hate you. Well, uh, you know, not feeling really jolly now. I mean... You know, I used to be somebody, and now I'm working at this crappy station, and you call me every break, and you tell me what to do? That's right, because you can't grasp it for yourself. I'm the boss, and I know what we need to do to own the angry people in parking lot at malls at Christmas shopping demographic. We need to have these people coming back after the holidays. They're only going to do that if you're both calm and happy. 
Okay, nobody's gonna go. Nobody's gonna come back after Christmas because we start playing all this crappy music, and nobody cares about the crappy music. Look, look at it this way. I'm Santa. Okay, you are Santa's little helper. Get it? Santa has a lot of kids and stockholders to make happy. Don't ruin Christmas. Right, hold on, hold on, just a second. There it is on Santa 1099. Your home for the holidays. Hi, I'm Chris Kringle. And don't forget about the rest of the year here on Santa 1099 when we're called Easy Variety 1099. You're going to love it. We we play only the best music from and Murray and the best music from the Dave Clark Five and Yanni, and only the biggest hits from Men Without Hats. But now, more Christmas favorites with the Beach Boys. You better watch out. You better not cry. Only the best music from Men Without Hats and Yanni? And the Dave Clark Five. I, is there a good song? And who thinks of the Beach Boys when they're thinking about Christmas music? It's Christmas music, man. Nobody's thinking about the Beach Boys. Think about kicking back on a nice beach chair with. Do you towel. know anybody who has the Beach Boys Christmas album? Do you have you ever ever walked into somebody's house and they're playing the Beach Boys Christmas album? People have said in the past that they like the Beach Boys and they like Christmas. We've combined the two. And then we go, and then we're we take them from the Beach Boys, and we tell them, "Hey, make sure you stick around because Anne Murray is going to be happening after the Christmas music." I mean, nobody listens to that yeah, stuff. That, that's why we have to talk about it. Do you realize we are the number one station during the holidays because of this? What is it, Christmas or? Yeah, and well, I, you know, the rest of the year we average fourteen listeners a day. Fourteen listeners in an entire day. I mean, and those are, those are the ones that are stuck in an elevator at work or on drugs in a dentist chair. No one listens. All right, so you think maybe there's a possibility that's because we're playing the Dave Clark Five? No, our research shows that uh, people aren't familiar with our product. That's because we change slogans every frickin' holiday. We're Santa 1099, Thanksgiving 1099, Easter Bunny 1099. I mean, who listens to Easter music? Is there even such a thing as Easter music? Our research shows that Peter Cottontail tests well with our women 7 to 12 years old audience. Let me ask you, how about Kwanzaa 1099? How do you explain that? We're the whitest radio... Dave Clark Five! And you put Kwanzaa music on? Have you ever heard Dave Clark Five's version of Happy Kwanzaa? No, I, you haven't. I, I it's have. It's all about diversity, Chris Kringle. Uh, research shows that diversity is one of the public's favorite words. Okay, all right. Shut up. Hold on. This song's over. Okay, remember, Jolly. Throw in a ho ho ho. Relate to the parking lot, people. What? Make it Jolly. Bowl full of jelly. Hold on. Hold on. There it is on Santa 1099, your home for the holidays. Hi, I'm Chris Kringle. Ho, 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 ho. Hey, and remember parking lots. And this time of year, remember cars. So if you're feeling bad about the maddest thing today, it could be worse. You could be working at that station. <laughs> Because that's exactly what happens. <laughs>
in between their time on the air. Uh, I want to talk By to you a little way, bit. Of- t- mention this uh, whole thing's available at glenbeck.com yeah. if you want to uh, share it. Enjoy the holidays <laughs> yeah. and share that one around. Uh, LifeLock is our sponsor this half hour. Uh, LifeLock. There are there are people that create rogue hotspots, similar sounding network names that trick people to to uh, gain access to their information uh, that they're passing over the Internet. This is a really dangerous time for your information and for your devices. So may I suggest you get LifeLock Identity Theft Protection now with the, uh, the power of Norton Security to help protect you against the threats to your identity and your devices. Nobody can prevent all identity theft or cybercrime or monitor all transactions at all businesses but this is the time that you really really need it and i'm telling you um it's never been more important than it is now lifelock with norton security the right choice to help look out for threats that you may miss on your own so go to lifelock.com and use the promo code back for an additional 15 percent off your first year and the good thing is you don't have to be in a crowded mall or parking lot to get it you can just go online right now use the promo code beck get an extra 15 percent off at lifelock.com pause now for 10 seconds station id santa 1099 <laughs> welcome to the glenbeck program we're glad you're here today um so James Mattis has resigned yesterday, and this is because he was surprised that we were pulling out of Syria and uh, apparently Afghanistan now, too. Um, his letter of resignation, uh, which we will tweet out here, is pretty shocking, um, I think. Um he he says one core belief I have always held that our strength as a nation is inextricably linked to our strength of unique and comprehensive system of alliances and partnership. While the U.S. remains the in, uh, indispensable nation in the free world, we cannot protect our interests or serve that role effectively without maintaining strong alliances and showing respect to those allies. I believe we must be resolute and unambiguous in our approach to those countries whose strategic interests are increasingly in tension with ours. It is clear that China and Russia, for example, want to shape the world consistent with their authoritarian model, gaining veto authority over other nations' economic, diplomatic, and security decisions to promote their own interests at the expense of their neighbors. America and our allies, we must use all the tools of American power to provide for the common defense. Um, my views on treating the allies with respect and also being clear eyed about both malign actors um, and strategic competitors are strongly held and informed by over four decades of immersion in these issues. We must do everything possible to advance an international order that is most conductive to our security um, uh, prosperity and values. And we are strengthened in this effort by solidarity with our alliances. You have the right to have a secretary of defense whose views are better aligned with yours on these subjects. It is time for me to step down from my position. We uh, we brought uh, Jason Batrill in, who is um, uh, our uh, chief researcher. And especially when it comes to military affairs, he was with military intelligence uh, for a while. And Mattis, in case you don't know, is is our Patton, our uh, MacArthur, uh, our Eisenhower. He is the most respected uh, military commander of our lifetime, is he not? 
He, he is, and, and not just respected under uh, U.S. military either. I, I've actually set through <clears throat> um, briefings where he has briefed uh, a coalition of nations together, and they look at him in awe. You know, it's it's the it's the Brits, it's the uh, you know Australians. Everyone respects Mattis. There is no other authority uh, beyond him that you know is just greater respected. If he says something, and when it's involved with war fighting. Uh, you listen, and everyone agrees with what he's about. To so say. if you're in the military today and you heard Mattis and you read his resignation, um, what are you thinking? In our military or in foreign military? Our military and and our allies. allies. I'm worried. Uh, I, I'm worried. And I, I, I kind of struggled with what I was going to say coming on here right now because I don't want to uh, I don't want to say too much, uh, but I am worried. Um, there is, I, and I've, I've watched what everyone has been saying about this. Um, even people, you know, our, our network now is a lot larger and I've watched what other people on our, you know, um, media platform has said, and I don't agree with what a lot of people are saying, primarily because they keep saying that, you know, we can't be the policeman of the world and Trump is trying to make us to where we're not the policeman of the world. I, I totally agree. I totally agree. But 2,000 troops in this area is not being the policeman of the world. 2,000 troops in, the, in this area is the equivalent of what we did pre-World War II, or we've, our strategy of just providing like economic aid. This is the equivalent of economic aid to uh, our troops, the, our, our to, or to this country. We're um, providing these troops specifically so that we don't have to deploy a larger force. That's the point. We're enabling the Kurds and the SDF to do the brunt of the fighting. We're there just to ensure that Turkey or Assad or Iran kind of don't commit rules. genocide. Correct. It's exactly why we're there. And that's exactly what is about to happen. We told these people to trust us. Again. Again. This has happened to them since World War One. We told them to trust us. Now they're going to get literally wiped off the face of the planet. Erdogan has already said he's going to do that. <sighs> Jason, thank you so much. Um, we'll continue this conversation uh, here in just a second. It is a, a, a really disheartening and disturbing um, uh, news that broke yesterday about General Mattis. More in a second. Uh, we have Bill O'Reilly. He'll comment on this, too, at the top of the hour. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Now, before Jason joined me here, he was actually on my protection detail. And Jason, you described me as handy, right? Sure. Around the, oh, yeah. around the house. Because mm. you've seen me, you know. You build a house. Yeah. Straight up. Right. Now you've lost See, all credibility now. Right. Right. Last time. This, is, this is loyalty. That's, I'm just demonstrating loyalty there. That's a Marine. Yes, sir. Uh, so uh, uh, Jason's lying to you. I'm not handy at all. Uh, you know, something, you know, something as simple, almost as simple as, uh, you know, uh, putting a new garbage liner in the way my wife wants it put in. Difficult. Uh, changing the filters? Nah, not going to happen. You have H- uh, HVAC uh, filters for home, small businesses. You got to change them. Take it off your plate. FilterBuy can help you. They'll give you a discount and they'll send them right to your door. FilterBuy.com. That's FilterBuy.com. 20 bucks off the Blaze TV uh, subscription. If you use Beck Christmas, it's a great Christmas present. Get it now. That's why 
you have to leave. Welcome to the uh, program. We're just uh, thanks. We're just having a uh, conversation here at the Glenbeck program about uh, James Mattis uh, uh, walking away and resigning yesterday because the president just announced, "Oh, we're going to leave Syria." And one of the reasons, supposedly, one of the reasons is because Turkey told the president, "We're going to go in and get the Kurds." And now that would make me say, uh, "No, no, you're not," uh, as the Kurds are always abandoned. They will be dead. How many times have we turned our back on the Kurds? Always. Would this be always. a hundred? <laughs> it's it's a lot. Every time. It's a lot of times. Every time. And uh and it's and it's wrong. And there will be genocide with the Kurds and any Christian that was hoping things were gonna get better, forget about that. We have just handed the region over to Iran, Turkey, and Russia. Very bad. Very bad. Pat said when he came in, I don't really care about the Mattis thing. I can't find a way to care about this. Why? Because I, I I don't know that anybody, um, I don't know that Trump listens to anybody anyway. I don't know if it matters who's in there. I, I don't, I think he's doing what he wants to do. And, and, and I think this is a really good indication of that. Cause I don't know. Mattis I think certainly doesn't want to pull out of Syria. He's, it's always been said that he respects <laughs> his generals. Now, maybe, maybe not anymore with Kelly and Mattis. And uh, they're all gone. gone. There's no yeah. more generals left. Uh, yeah. but those two, I really truly believe. I don't know if they voted for Donald Trump or believed Donald Trump. They might have. They might not have. I think those two served out of, duty and responsibility to the constitution and to the america that they mm-hmm. understand and love and uh i could see mattis looking and saying look i don't necessarily agree with this guy on everything but someone has to be a stable rod and i will be that guy and and he can't do it anymore that's that's not good can't do it. that's really not good but i think that's where I, I think that's where people are with what's going on now. And when they can't convince him not to pull out of Syria because it's way too soon and there's way too can, much to be done. But you can. Look at what's happening now with the border wall. All of a sudden, he's, yeah, he's talking back about on. he's back on the border yeah, it's wall. back on. Why? Because, his, because mm-hmm. he does listen to the voice of the people and his supporters. Well, yeah, I think when Fox News degree. turns on him and starts saying negative things about him because they never do, I think he that he took notice of that. I think he took notice. Because you even had Brian Kilmeade criticizing him openly this week, and that kind of doesn't happen. No. And, you know, Rush had criticized him. Yeah. Uh, you know, In a um, gentle way. Mark Levin was sort of critical <clears throat> yeah. of the Syria move. He got um, some uh, really harsh. I mean, his supporters were really, really harsh on him about that. Well, the wall thing was, re- I mean, It's ridiculous. On. It's ridiculous. Uh, I mean, that you can't go back. As, no. as, who was it that said, I thought this was a great quote. Oh, Ben Shapiro. Uh, this is read my lips, no new taxes. That's yeah. what that is. You mm-hmm. cave on that. Uh, but I think this one has um, possibly even more significant ramifications. Uh, going forward, straight up, strategically, this is a nightmare. A straight up nightmare. If you don't like the United States to be the policeman of the world, then you want these 2,000 U.S. troops still there. And that sounds weird. But the moment we pull out of there, you are gar- almost guaranteeing that a much larger U.S. force will have to go back in the very near future. You're almost guaranteeing it because you just handed the region over to Iran. 
Now, if you just if you don't even think about what happened to the Kurds, if you, if that doesn't bother you at all, that they're all about thousands and thousands of people are just about to die. A whole race of people, a, a whole culture is going to be wiped off the map. And then then the Christians are next. I mean, it's this is not good. I don't, what is Netanyahu saying today? I, I haven't I haven't really seen, but they've got to be livid over this. Got to be like you would not make this decision. Not only would you not make the decision without you know you know talking to General Mattis in the Pentagon, which it sounds like they he didn't at all. But you also wouldn't make this decision without consulting your other allies. When Mattis says you know mm-hmm. our allies are important, he's also talking about them. Mm-hmm. He's talking about everyone in the region who is now like, oh my gosh, Iran is now back in play. Like they were getting beaten back, but they're now back in play. Look at Saudi Arabia. I'm convinced the Khashoggi thing is is was only really a story, not because he was a member of the press, but because those forces that were for the Iranian uh, deal and are not necessarily on our side. You know, they were for the Arab Spring and they were for, oh, let's go topple Libya and and let's go arm what now is uh, ISIS. You know, let's go topple Syria. Those people are the same people that were all upset about Khashoggi. Well, what has Khashoggi done? Khashoggi has seriously damaged uh, Saudi Arabia in the Middle East, also the whole world, obviously, but the Middle East, and, and has led to us making sure that we're not helping them in Yemen. I mean, Saudi Arabia is on the ropes in the last in the last uh, month because of their mistake with Khashoggi. But the way it was portrayed by the press uh, on you can now have nothing to do with Saudi Arabia. This is just snowballed for Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia will join with Russia if they don't have the United States. They will join with Russia on oil. They will join with China. They will join with somebody who will help them because they are about out of money, believe it or not. And what's Brent crude at right now? 54, 56? Yes. Something like, and dropping further? Right. I mean, it is, <laughs> this is really not good. This is all great news for Iran. This is, if I were in Iran and I were in the ruling party, I'd be celebrating. We are about to take the Middle East. And it's not like Trump has been light on Iran, right? He canceled the Iran deal. Correct. I mean, he's, he's done a lot of good things, I think, on that front. It's, it's just it's there's Russia. Not a, there's not it's a consistency Russia. here. I think there's not a... It doesn't seem like there's an overall picture, right? Like, Trump is a guy who did very much run on we shouldn't be in these wars. I mean, he, he is much more... The, pro, the way you think of a Democrat thinking on war, right? Like he's always been against the wars. And, and that's, you know, look, that's I keep hearing people on the news saying, well, he wants he's doing what his base wants. Pull the troops home like his base doesn't want to kick ISIS's ass. Like when did that start? Well, they think that see, this is the problem. It is it is it has been spun to the American people by everybody that we have kicked ISIS's ass and we have. But we've pushed them into the shadows. They're still there. They have 20 thousand active and I, isis members and i'd like to point out that this has happened to isis before when they were in mm-hmm. iraq during the 2007 surge we did the exact same thing to them uh we pushed them underground they went underground they had less fighters than they do now so they have 20 to thirty thousand. they had less than that it was only then. like 700 at the time it, it was it? tiny yeah, it was they tiny. went underground they regrouped what happened we did the same thing 
but it was with Obama. Obama pulled the troops out early that allowed them to rise back up. And then we had Mm. ISIS and a caliphate. See, I think (laughs) and I think that I feel differently and I'd love your opinion on this, uh, Jason. But I I feel differently about Afghanistan. Afghanistan is not going to change. You're not going to democratize. They don't want it. They don't understand it. And it's not their culture. Mm-hmm. So that's fine. We got went in. We got the bad guys. Keep them contained with the bad guys and keep your eye on them. But let, we can bring the troops home from Afghanistan. Um, let's. But but that's totally different than Syria with Turkey and uh, and 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 Iran and Israel. Would you agree with that? Uh, yeah, I would definitely agree. Uh, Afghanistan is is very personal for me because I've actually fought there and I've had friends die there. Um, so it, it hurts me to give it back to the people that will eventually take it, the country back over the Taliban. Right. And it's the problem. But, the, but to, to just to, to agree with you, is it strategically it's less important? No, it's been called the place where empires go to die, die mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. a reason. Um, and yeah, the people will, will happened not every single time, every single time, every time Soviet yeah. Union. Mm-hmm. everyone. So get out of Afghanistan. I'm totally fine. And I celebrate him saying, OK, you know what? In a strategic way. We're going to call an end to Afghanistan. We're going to bring all our troops home. But leave the 2,000 in Syria. Leave them there. And Please. They're, they're not there. to. Everyone needs to understand this. They're not there as a large for, fighting force. They're there literally just to make sure that Turkey or Russia or whoever else does not touch them. That's it's really why the only you're reason. Playing, it's why when you're playing uh, chess, we're not playing... Those 2,000 guys, they're not the queen or the king. They're like the bishop or the rook. And you leave it there for a reason. Because if you move it, the other side can all of a sudden move around that board in ways that will kill you quickly. That's all they are. They're a rook. Mark my words. The Kurds have made an alliance with someone that we really don't want or they will be dead. And within months to maybe the very couple years we're going to have we're going to be ta- having the same conversation about moving a extremely large u.s force back in because iran is now setting up shop on israel's back door it'll happen and uh and lindsey graham kind of said the same thing yesterday and again lindsey graham's a big trump ally on on you know certainly uh recently there is the uh the reporting however is that trump and, and this is Trump. Trump wanted this right for a long time. He wanted to pull the troops out. And I think mm-hmm. this has happened with other issues as well. Tariffs mm-hmm. are another example. He had advisors around him saying this would not be a good thing for the economy. I mean, I think that they've shown to be right so far. Um, but, you know, they kept saying, no, 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 no. And eventually got to the point where I said I wanted it. You're not you're not even trying to do what I'm saying. Get out. And that seems what's what's happened here with with Syria, potentially. However, the added part of this is reportedly he was on a call with erdogan from from turkey and erdogan said basically look why are you these guys are terrorists the kurds are terrorists you're siding with them over your nato ally why are you doing that we we, these these people are terrorists they're separatists and we should be able to go in there and get them and why are you siding with them instead of us and he won trump over with of course the baseline of he wanted to pull those people the troops out anyway and you know i don't know erdogan does not seem like a positive actor uh, to me, and siding no. with his analysis of that situation seems no. like a terrible idea. And they're not idea. separatists. They, this is a this is a man made border that we imposed on the region to keep everybody fighting with each other. I can't say we did, but the but the British did to keep everybody at odds with each other. It's why strongmen work in the Middle East because they have to defend their tribe. This is a tribal thing. This is not like the West. This is a tribal thing. 
and you're going to wipe out that entire tribe. It will be genocide. And then the Christians will be slaughtered yet again. And I'm telling you, this time they will be on the border of Israel. And it's I mean, this is this is biblical. This is damn near biblical. We are setting up the end of times war. If we don't, if we don't, if we're not smart, this is Gog and Magog. This is Russia and Iran working together, trying to get Israel. This is this is not going to end well. And uh, and and losing somebody like Mattis is very bad, very bad. If you if you support the president, please, please, Afghanistan, fine, leave. Not there. Please, Mr. President, not Syria. By the way, more on trivia. You play this morning, Pat. What was yes. the uh, what was the score? Uh, it's Kansas City twelve and uh, uh, Seattle eleven. Wow, twelve eleven. That's a close. Kansas City desperately yeah. needs that game too. They do. They and both teams kind of do, but Kansas City mm-hmm. really needs it to get home field. What's so the record we, again? We'll be uh, we're thirteen and two right now. This will make us fourteen and two if we're right. Wow. Unbelievable. 14 and 2. Amazing. You can get all the back episodes on the mm. podcast, right? Yes. Mm. Uh, you know what? It could be a misprint in the Bible. It's maybe not the meek shall inherit the earth. It's the morons that will. <laughs> there you go. Very good. Seems <laughs> that way. Seems yeah. to be working. Thanks, Pat. Uh, so if you are getting close to the holiday season, you want to buy something, a uh, great gift for somebody, you're going through, you want to buy some, maybe some beauty products for a lady friend that you might have. Uh, and, you know, this is, you can don't I have to buy tell- them for my wife too, or just my lady friend? How many do you... Well, we'll get into that after. Yes, you can buy it for your wife. Uh, Chamonix has a great series of products. Uh, they have this under-eye bags and puffiness treatment. It's called GenuCell for under-eye bags and puffiness. And if you get that, they're going to give you a bunch of their new stuff free, including GenuCell jawline treatment. This has the dual peptide and MDL technology you might have heard of. Uh, it plumps the lipophilic layers of your okay, skin, okay. contours, may I, may I and defines the jawline. May I help you on this? Yeah. Guys. If you say any of this stuff, when you give it, she says, oh, no. oh what's this? And you say, oh, he help, helps with the puffy eyes and stuff. No. Don't say any of that. Just say, I don't know, honey. Um, I, I heard I, some idiot talking about some beauty kit. I don't know. And I said, it's like a, it. It said it's really good for your skin. That's all you have to say. I, I just heard it's really good for your skin. Uh, and I just wanted to get you because it's, it's the best. That's what you say. Perfect. You're going to get all three of the products together. Uh, if you're looking for a gift, get it. 800-577-8709 or genucel.com. G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. 800-577-8709 or genucel.com. Um, I really I want you to enjoy your holiday but when we come back we're going to have to roll up our sleeves uh, because trouble is coming Um, I would pull your money out of the stock market if you uh, if you are at least my age Um, you know they say that inflation isn't happening it is happening it just all went into Wall Street Um, this year the company buying the companies buying back their own stock because they had that big tax break and they could repatriate their dollars, they poured $1 trillion into the stock market, buying back their own stock. That's where inflation is happening. $1 trillion of cash was poured into the system. It went directly to Wall Street. For a trillion dollars to be poured into the stock market, and for us to be struggling the way we are, there's trouble. 
because what you're seeing in in on Wall Street is inflation. Inflation that is out of control. And we'll talk about that and uh, help you prepare for what's coming next. I have assembled a, a team uh, and we are going to be very, very serious, unlike we have ever been ever before, even when we were on Fox, <clears throat> connecting the dots and showing you what's coming and what to avoid and how to prepare. Um, that's all coming next year. Now, coming next is Mr. Bill O'Reilly, and he's going to give us uh, his frank and honest assessment of what has happened this week and wow a lot of stuff has happened this week that's coming up next this is the glenn beck program the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment this is the glenn beck program shepherd smith used to make fun of me uh about being in a doom room and you know, I understand that I am a catastrophist, but I am also an optimistic catastrophist. I'm optimistic the catastrophe is on its way. I'm also optimistic that I know the American people, that when they're informed and when they know what's going on and they are empowered to do something about it, they fix anything. So I'd like to get Bill O'Reilly's POV here on the news and the over just over the last couple of weeks. Because it has been a horrible, terrible, uh, no good, very bad day or a couple of weeks for Donald Trump. Uh, Yesterday, James Mattis resigned. I think this is colossal. Syria, we're pulling troops out. Afghanistan, the border, he gave up and gave $5 billion to Mexico. Now he's retracing those steps some. North Korea has fallen apart. The Russia letter came out. The Dow is down 4 thousand points bump stocks the president just said yeah let's get rid of that and kavanaugh caved on planned parenthood this is not a string of good things uh for the president i'd like bill o'reilly to prioritize them or give them each a grade on how much he thinks is just being nervous nelly and how many of these things actually matter to the american people bill o'reilly and his analysis of the uh, news Next. This is the Glenn Beck program. We're one minute away from uh, Bill O'Reilly. Uh, he's in. He's he's right now. He's in the bullpen and he is uh, he's he's scratching the ground and snorting and he's ready to go and may throw us all off. He's doing what now? Yeah. Uh, say anything. Say <laughs> anything is uh, is a uh, is a sponsor this half hour. It's a game that you can get at Target now. It's on sale. It's a great game. I am getting in the car right after this uh, broadcast. I am getting into the uh, truck. We got a trailer, and we are we are going for a cross country ride for uh, Christmas with the family. Haven't done this with my kids, and uh, and we're not going to take electronics with us. And uh, oh, this one I'm fascinated about. Uh, my my wife has been every day asking for updates. Oh, they're giving up their electronics for a month, huh? Really. Oh, she's all into this. This is like a big dramatic thing happening in in our lives right now. Well, the, we should the, talk about we watching talk about you it. attempt to do this is going to be fascinating. Right. Well, we we have special we have we have a set of rules. Oh. We have a set of rules that are going to be kind of clear cut today. When we get in the car, that's the first thing as a family we're going to do. But we have a certain set of rules that we don't know. How much is Daddy tweeting? 
uh, daddy and mommy are going to we'll talk Uh-oh. about this later. OK, <laughs> uh, we all everyone has like an hour at a certain time to be able to go do your tweet, go do things. Mm-hmm. But it's not it's on and then off mm. and locked away. Interesting. Yeah, it's going to be really fascinating. Anyway, so we're going to be playing a lot of games. Say Anything is a great game. It's uh, it's a game that you just, it, it encourages you to talk and explore and to be creative, even if you're not creative. Uh, my wife likes even to play this game and she's always like, I don't like it because it, you know, I have to act something out or whatever. Um, she is the non-ham uh, in the in the family uh and uh and she loves this game as well because it really shows you how people think in the family and it's a lot of laughs it's say anything you can get it now it's on sale great price uh, i don't even know what it is 20 percent off i think uh just for the christmas season you'll find it at the toy section at target The horrible, terrible, no good, very bad couple of weeks for Donald Trump. Bill O'Reilly. Hello. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I am Father Christmas, as you described me a couple of weeks ago. Right. Speaking to the nation. Yeah. You're like, you know what you are? You're like... You're like Bing Crosby, who we later found out beat his children. Um, Thank you. Very nice. But, uh, uh, Bing, uh, may he rest in peace. Yes. Um, maybe he should have been nicknamed Bang. Bang Crosby. Bang Crosby. Right. Uh, anyway. Yes. Um, I would like to st- speak to start this off with Nervous Nellie. Is she in the studio there? Yes, she uh, is. Mm-hmm. She is. Okay. So let, let me just go through this list with you one by one. And they're the things that have happened. And I would like your perspective and your opinion on What's real? What really matters? What doesn't? Right. Um, for Christmas is standing by. Okay, hang on just a second. I want it in two different categories. I want what's real and matters in geopolitical or or um, uh, in real terms, and then one politically. Okay, so something may not make a difference at all geopolitically, but politically it makes a lot of difference okay all right i'm ready all right let's start with the resignation of james mattis uh last night the president uh or yesterday he said we're pulling out of syria uh that is basically going to be an extermination order for the kurds uh and james mattis was upset that he didn't know about it Uh, according to his letter there's some light between the two of them uh on uh how we treat our allies He's very respected. Does it matter, Bill O'Reilly? Yeah, it matters, sure. And by the way, I was in the White House uh, for an extensive period of time on Wednesday. So we saw a picture of that. I know that, mm-hmm. and I had a pretty good inside view of a lot of things. So Mattis is a very successful defense secretary. Um, I think he had had enough of the chaos. That's a key mm-hmm. word in this discussion today. C-H-A-O-S, chaos. Uh, and there is. So, Mattis, very disciplined, four-star Marine general. Um, I think that he differed uh, on policy with President Trump, but I think those differences could have been uh, dealt with. But I I don't think that uh, Mattis wanted to be told, you know, what was going to happen, and that was that. So I think that's why he left, and he was an excellent defense secretary. Um, dissembling ISIS, huge victory. I hope he, I hope he writes a book about that and explains exactly how that happened. Very important. 
So we'll miss James Mattis. The country will. Does it make our allies nervous? No, because our allies don't really um, file into effective foreign policy for America. There's really nobody right now um, that's helping us, you know, to the to the point that Tony Blair did uh, with Britain in the Iraq War, that kind of a thing. Australia very loyal to us. But the Allies are basically looking for their own stuff, and I don't really—I'm not really concerned about them. Okay. Well, when it comes to, can we get an importance level, but uh, Bill, high, medium, or low? High. Mattis is uh, going to be hard to replace. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, let's go to Syria. Pulling the troops out of Syria. Uh, here's what Lindsey Graham said. As a big supporter of Donald Trump, if Obama had done this, we would be all over him as Republicans. We made a good record that the decision to withdraw from Iraq was uh, not based on sound military advice, in spite of it. He did it himself, which he has every right to do, but he needs to own it. And uh, I don't think General Trump is going to be any better than uh, General Obama. This is uh, the BillOReilly.com Man of the Year. Yep. Uh, Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham. Absolutely. Your thoughts on um, Syria? Yeah, my view is 2,000 uh, special forces in Syria were effective there in protecting many innocent people from harm. Um, that's pretty much what their role was. Mm-hmm. So uh, the president made it clear he doesn't want U.S. troops on foreign soil unless, you know, it's a national security situation, which this is not. I am not that upset or worried about 2,000 troops coming out of Syria. Is, is Iran a national security concern? Yes, you've it is. Just hand, you've just handed the region. No, no, Beck. To, yes, you, you did. To to just, just relax. All right. <laughs> this is Nervous Nelly. We'll be back in there mm-hmm. in 16 hours. We have bases around the area where uh, American forces are stationed. We have air power that can hit that place very hard and very quick. So if Iran were to do something um, that was dangerous, we could uh, very quickly affect that. Trump just didn't want these guys sitting there. They're not. So he's moving them around. We're not pulling out of the region. As somebody who has helped move tens of thousands of Christians to safety... This is the most reckless thing I've ever seen a president do. Uh, possibly only beaten by Obama. All right. We have a, a little <laughs> bit of a disagreement there. I think that if anybody started to slaughter Christians, that we would be right back in there very quickly. Uh, so uh, importance level would be low there, Bill? Or medium? Moderate. Moderate, Moderate okay. because it's a ripple effect. Um, it did have something to do with Mattis resigning. Mm-hmm. I think the Department of Defense is uh, not happy with President Trump. That's not a good thing. So whereas I don't see it as a strategic move that's going to harm the country directly, mm-hmm. um, the fact that it was done this way is not good for the USA. So I'm going to give I'm going to let me give mine as well. Okay. Uh, Mattis, I agree with Bill. Hi. Syria couldn't disagree more with Bill. You're um, high, right? Very high. Mm-hmm. This should be interesting. Border 
and giving five billion dollars to Mexico. He folded and now he listened to his 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 tribe and he is trying to reverse that. Tell me your thoughts on the border and the five billion to Mexico. All right. What's the five billion to Mexico? Five billion. What 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 it was is uh, we said we're going to give ten billion dollars, no border wall, and we're going to give ten billion dollars in aid. Are you talking about giving them economic aid? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. So there's a new president in Mexico, and uh, Trump apparently has a pretty good relationship with him, and uh, the NAFTA deal helps the United States economically. So he wants the guy to do us favors, the new president of Mexico. He wants him to do his favors. So he's, he's basically backing away from the punitive aspect of uh, U.S.-Mexico relations. Unbeknownst to the public, Mexico helped with this migrant caravan a lot. A lot. And that has not been out there. It's not been put out there. So very few of these caravan people got into the United States. Very few. And Mexico's paying for them to sit down in Tijuana um, for the rest of their lives, I guess. So there's a lot of extenuating circumstances. Now, the bigger question is the PR debacle of the president waffling on the wall. And, you know, that's a political thing. I would have said to the American people, I need two months to solidify this wall and get um, a marketing campaign so that you understand why this wall is absolutely necessary. So I'm going to extend the spending until February 8th. But if February 8th I don't get my wall, then the government's going to shut down forever because we're not going to do it. That's how I would have done it. Me too. Because of the stock market. And then I, so I would have delayed it a little bit instead of just one day saying, ah, yeah, all right, all right, I'll accept no money for the wall. And then the next day after Ann Coulter ran around the White House on fire saying, oh, nope, I'm reversing, because that makes President Trump look weak. So importance level, high, uh, moderate, or low? Very high. high. Okay, high, hang on just a second. Because of the stock market. Mm-hmm. The uh, stock market is the big story. Okay. Uh, well, That's can, the big, big story. Let's okay. take a quick break, and we'll come back. I don't want to hear about yeah. the stock market. And I, and I also want to know, uh, is this a big story on the border uh, because of political or or actual effect to all of our lives um, or a combination of both? All right. Father Christmas is ready. <laughs> wanted the answer there i don't know why you couldn't have given it to me um liberty safe liberty safe you're no no more than 60 seconds away from uh, programming uh we're right back in with bill o'reilly in, in in under 60 seconds let me tell you about liberty safe liberty safe uh is just the best built safe on the planet bar none i keep the stuff from george washington uh in my liberty safe i um we we all of the uh, stuff for the museum for the mercury museum is in a liberty safe I, I mean, th- that's irreplaceable. And we live in a place where there are tornadoes. They could be sucked up in the air. You know, the place could burn down, whatever. We know that they're going to be safe because they have great fire protection and, and, and um, really good seals on them. Also, we have seen these things picked up and dropped two blocks away by a tornado, and they're still closed. Number one safe maker in the nation, and they've sold more than two million safes for a reason. Makes a great Christmas gift. There's all kinds of different styles. There's something perfect for everybody that you know. If you have always wanted one, now is the time. 
Uh, they come with a lifetime warranty for the full-size safes, and you can get 12 months interest-free uh, credit uh, on credit approval. Easy. Liberty Safe. LibertySafe.com. Go there now. LibertySafe.com. Glenn Beck and Bill O'Reilly. Bill, uh, we have uh, we, we have the border issue. Do you say it's very, very high because of politics? Rate them separately. Politics right. and uh, geopolitical politics. All right. So geopolitical is more important than politics. I'm not a real uh, fan of uh, doing anything for political reasons. So you've got a, a, a nation, Mexico, which is um, pretty much out of control, right? So cartels run uh, a lot of what happens in Mexico. And we know that from the child of El Chapo going on right now in New York City. Everybody's bribed down there. Uh, and tons of narcotics come into the United States every year. Tons. And what is it, 75,000 people dead in 18 from drug overdoses? And that's probably about half of the deaths because other, they, they say they die of congestive heart failure, all of that stuff. So you've got this narcotics just flooding into the country, changing neighborhoods, uh, the expenses in the tens of billions of dollars to deal with these people. Just that alone, you need a wall. Why? Because it makes it a lot harder for cartels to get massive amounts of drugs in here. They have to funnel then everything into the ports of entry, which are getting much more sophisticated in finding the drugs hidden in the trucks and all of that. So just that alone, you say you've got to build this barrier. And then the people smuggling, it makes it much more difficult for the coyotes, which are the nicknames of the people who smuggle the people in, charging the people, the poorest people in the world, about three, $4,000 to do it, makes it much more difficult for them to do that. So therefore, the wall is a worthy enterprise, should be built, and anybody who's against the wall, I really, I have never heard a rational argument, not once. Oh, well, it's not a good PR. It's not good optics. Uh, you know what I mean? It's Christmas, so I'm not going to say it. <laughs> On a political front, Donald Trump look weak. Okay. Simple as that. Let's go to uh, the stock market. Worst December for stocks since 1931. Right. If this continues, um, Donald Trump is never going to be reelected. That's number one headline. Mm. He has to have a robust economy going into the 2020 vote. And I mean a really good economy. So the stock market going down, even if people don't have stocks and bonds, ripples out because everybody's afraid. Everybody is the corporate chieftains. They're afraid. And, and anything could happen. A recession could happen. Uh, their companies could not earn as much money, and therefore they'll be fired. The chieftains will be fired. Fear is driving that market down. Now, can it turn around? If Trump makes a trade deal with China and the government shutdown thing gets solved somehow, yeah, that could come back up. I'm not selling. I don't have a lot of stocks anyway because I, my, 
in my position in life, I'm, I'm more interested in stability than I am in growth. So the stock market is the story because every single American is going to be affected if the stock market continues to, to decline. So importance very high on that one. They don't get any higher than that. I agree. That's with him. it. I agree with them. That is the key to everything. Uh, if the economy falls apart, everything else, everything else is just a domino. Um, the Russia letter. Well, let's get into that in a second. Let me, let me go to bump stocks. The president has, uh, has just created a new rule out of thin air that bump stocks need to be banned. And within, I think, uh, 90 days or four months, you're going to be a felon if you own one. You know, I'm not a gun person. Uh, I don't really understand a lot of the intricacies of that. My philosophy is that public safety is number one in America. Um, if the people think that eliminating bump stocks is going to make it a safer country, okay, I'm for it. If that's a bunch of bull and it's just a, an optics thing, um, then I'm against it. But I'm not really the kind of guy who can give you an incisive analysis of all that gun stuff. I do believe in the Second Amendment. I believe that people have the right to defend themselves. I don't think they need a bazooka to do it (laughs) or a mortar to do it or live hand grenades in the garage. All right. But then you go down the list. I don't if somebody lives in a rural area and they want to have an AK, I don't have a problem with that. But I think that everybody should be able to buy the guns in an orderly way, and the authorities should know, need, should know who has the AK. All right? So that's really my overall view of it. And I, that's a, a totally honest analysis. I appreciate that. I'm wondering, Bill, if you have a thought on how it happened, right? Like, would we be okay with Obama doing it through essentially a rule change or slash executive order? There was no law passed. Uh, no, but Obama did that 50,000 times, as everybody knows. But did yeah, we like it? Presidents this, this, I know, but it's a, this is a constitutional piece, and we shouldn't accept that from Obama or Trump or anybody else. No. Then somebody should raise the issue in a way that it could be voted upon. I agree. I'm, no. I'm for that, by the way. Uh, okay. Low priority, though, on that one, Bill? Yeah, for me, it is. Okay. All right. All right. Back in just a second, more Bill O'Reilly. We get into Russia and uh, Kavanaugh. And so much more. Father Christmas in a minute. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Let me, let me tell you about uh, our sponsor, Goldline. Uh, as Bill just said, there's nothing more important than the stock market uh, because it has all kinds of ramifications. He said, you know, he wouldn't tell people to get out. I'm not a financial advisor. I would. Uh, if you are my age, I would. Uh, because this is not going to be stable. I told you last hour, inflation is here. It's in here in a big way. The stock market has gone down 4,000 points in the last, what, two months? 4,000 points. At the same time, companies poured $1 trillion into the stock market, buying their own stock. That's where the inflation is. It's not real. Please grab something real. Please consider gold from Goldline. Gold or silver, they're waiting for your call. Do your own homework. Please call them for the free information right now. 866-GOLDLINE. 1-866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. All right, blazetv.com slash Beck is the place to go. 20 bucks off with Beck Christmas as your promo code. Do it now.
Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, if you've missed any of it, you want to go back and listen to the whole show today. Uh, you can get that at glennbeck.com or wherever you uh, find your podcast. But the uh, the show started with something really, really uh, very funny. And then we talked about Mattis. Uh, and then we've brought on uh, our weekly uh, uh, spotlight on the professor, the egghead, uh, Bill O'Reilly, who can set us straight on everything that is happening in our world. And we've been talking about uh, the, all of the things that have happened that have not necessarily gone in favor of uh, President Trump in the last few weeks. Uh, James Mattis uh, resigned last night. We're pulling out of Syria and Afghanistan with uh, Afghanistan. I agree with Syria. I think it's crazy. Uh, the border debacle. Uh, North Korea. We didn't mention that fell apart. Uh, the Dow is down 4000 points in the last two months. Uh, the president came out with an executive order banning bump stocks. Uh, let me start here uh, just quickly, because I don't think this is worth that much uh, conversation. Are you concerned on what happened with Kavanaugh in the last couple of weeks where he he ruled in favor of Planned Parenthood? No, it's a technicality. I think um, Kavanaugh trying to signal his judicial independence. Um, so I, that didn't concern me that much. Um, the way the case was presented was not the way it should have been presented, in my opinion. I mean, the basic Planned Parenthood deal is this organization should not be receiving government funds. That's what should be ruled upon. And Texas needs to basically reorganize, refile the litigation, and just put that up front. So priority low on that one. That's 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 that's, no, but that's it's, it's reassuring. It's a high priority in the sense that why are you forcing, why is the federal government forcing people who do not believe in abortion to mm-hmm. pay for it? Yeah, the issue is a big issue, but the Kavanaugh part of it, you think, is, is lower Yeah, that's priority. been very yeah, concerning. It, he was virtue signaling that I'm an independent guy. I'm not okay. you know, just going to go along with whatever the conservative movement wants. Okay. Um, and the, the last one is the Russia... Uh, letter that that shows that there was a business deal, an agreement to uh, explore uh, building Trump Tower, and it was a pretty extensive letter signed by the president, also co-signed by somebody he he said he he couldn't recall the name, he didn't even know who that person was when he was asked about it by the press. This is something that he specifically denied several times. Tell me about your thoughts on that and its importance. Well, I don't really know what the denial concerned. Um, As a private citizen, Donald Trump made deals all over the place, and letters of intent um, were very, very uh, common. And I don't know whether he paid attention to it. I don't see any deception here. I just don't see it. Okay, Um, hold on, hold on. Before Before you go too deep. Let me give you your words just a few weeks ago when we talked about this. Uh, right. Go ahead and play this. If So if there is a letter. And he did sign it. Does it matter? Yeah, that would matter. Because if there's a letter of intent to build a condominium in Moscow, that's a business dealing. So that would matter. Okay. So even if he... Cause see, this is, this is interesting because... Um, I buy into the letter, and I don't think that anybody's. I don't think it's going to come from. 
Seen it in several places. Um, October twenty eighth, twenty uh, October twenty eighth, twenty fifteen was the date. It was the date of the third Republican presidential debate, and I think this is an interesting one, Bill, because it's one of those things everyone can throw out these accusations. All this right. one it should be provable. If it was, but, but, but well, if they have the letter, they should be able to show it, right? Yeah. If they have the letter, yeah, it should be in the Mueller report when it comes out. Ago. It would have been leaked well, a long maybe. time ago if if Cohen had a letter and Cohen would be the guy. Mm-hmm. But right? he was it a guy just yesterday. He's well, just yesterday came out and said, "Okay, yes, I did lie about this too." So, right, so, so here's right. the thing: I don't want to even. I don't really care. I, don't care. I, I, I get to the point on this when when the facts are out, then yeah. we'll be able to comment on it. Yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not holding the letter out as because uh, I'm not talking about. I'm only talking about politics here. Don't it, it, use on, the word lie and fall into the trap of all of the hate Trump media. Look, listen to Father Christmas. Okay, stop. <laughs> so now that was you a couple of weeks ago. Okay, and it, look, there's a, the problem with this stuff is the definition, and now you go back to Bill Clinton. All right, so a letter of intent to do something is not doing something. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Trump is going to hide behind, and I'm not sticking this up. This is him, uh, just so you know, I, uh, for, de- for de- definition's sake, this is an LOI, a letter of intent, of and intent. it's and it, it, it says pages. that in, throughout never, the 16 pages, it's LOI. It never came to fruition. So when when Mueller asked Trump, "Do you have any business dealings, or did you have any business dealings in Russia?" Trump, in his mind, and again, I'm not justifying it, says no, because we never signed a deal. We never began construction. We never put money in Bill, there. They Bill, never gave Bill. us money. It was just an exploration, a letter of intent. Now, if it were me and somebody asked me, I would have said eight months ago, whenever it came up, yeah, we were looking at trying to do something there as a private citizen. And it didn't come about, so that's what happened. That's what Trump should have done. Why he doesn't do these things, I don't know. I don't know. He creates problems for himself. But is it a felony? No, no, no I don't no. think there's. I don't think so. No, I, I don't think no, there's that. I just it's it's the continuation of Donald Trump not articulating. In an effective way, no, it's, uh, it's more isn't li- isn't, against him. Isn't, isn't lie fair here, Bill? I it mean, is it is fair. He, you know, look. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not going to say it's a lie. If mm-hmm. the guy, if the guy didn't do it, and I know in his mind he's going, I didn't have a business dealing with him. Right. In his mind, that's what he's saying. But what? But the intent here, while he was on stage saying, I don't know any of these people, I don't have anything going on, he was briefed three times about the progress of the, the intent to build. In fact, uh, Putin's own office was involved back and forth with his people. So what, what the, the spirit was is... Are you an honest broker? Do you have anything that we should know about with Russia? Yes, you should know that I'm trying to build a deal, but that doesn't change anything. That's totally this, fine. This whole, this, this whole, no, I don't have anything. I don't know what you're talking about. It is, is just... In his mind, that's the truth. Is it the real truth yeah, for everybody? Okay, so hang no, on just a second. he should have said what you just said. 
is we Bruce had Jenner a bill before I got into politics. Is Bruce Jenner a woman? <laughs> All I know is that I believe Bruce Jenner was promised a condo in Moscow. <laughs> He's colluding. Okay, so right. Russia letter. I mean, because I think. I think you're where I think you're where we are on this, and that like he. I just wish he would make Listen, it easier I, for I'm, everybody. I'm, I'm with not just you, but I think the American people would like a president. All right, who is straightforward? Yeah. All right, he didn't rationalize answers, but who is that person? Right. I'm a presidential historian. I mean, ninety percent of them rationalized everything. Mm-hmm. They don't want to put out stuff that makes them look bad. Trump's memory, I don't even think, is any good. All right? I mean, you know, who knows his capacity for all of this stuff? I don't. It's not a big deal to me. I think the biggest story of the year is the organized cabal that wants to destroy his presidency. Hmm. That's what I think the biggest story of the year is. And they may well succeed. Wait, wait, wait. How do you mean? You have three powerful entities lined up to drive Donald Trump from office. Mueller, the establishment media, and the Democratic Party. That's a lot to fight. And they all three are working in concert, Beck and Stu to drive him out of office or to injure him so badly that he cannot win re-election. They're acting in concert. Uh, I the think wiping the... clean of Strzok and Page's phones by people in Mueller's office, right. you know that story, Yes, proves that beyond a reasonable doubt. Three of them are after him, and I don't think he can stand up to it. I, I just don't think he can. See, I think that he could. Is another reason that the stock market is in decline. Yeah, I will tell mm-hmm. you that I think, Bill, um, you are correct based on the last uh, few moves of the president. Um, if he loses his base, if he doesn't, if he doesn't live up to his promises, and he's yeah, not he's rock toast. solid, toast. Uh, coupled toast. with the economy, he's done. I believe done. it'll be built somehow. Yeah, uh, Bill. Now, I, th- I think what's before interesting. Before we leave, yeah. and I know you're up against a break because you got to have money uh, to do cross. Put you trips. on for free every. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Not paying I am. Me. I am the most. Father Christmas is a benevolent force. <laughs> that's why I do this free. Um, but but I'm doing it for free. For my book, giving you the plugs um, and all that. Free. So it's very nice of you. But are you coming <laughs> to my neighborhood in your little truck? On your cross country thing, because I, no. I want to host you back if you come no. to Long Island. No. No, why would I? Why in God's green Many earth would I select here, anything Beck. near New York? <laughs> Many Beck fans are here. Oh, I oh I know that, and I'm yeah, trying to get him to move drive to Texas. Your truck across the Washington <laughs> Bridge, come down to Long Island, and uh, where, where are you going? Where what's what's the itinerary? I don't think that's any of your business. <laughs> oh, I see. I, I I mean, if you are indeed Father Christmas, you'll know where I am. 
That's true. Uh-huh. Up above your head in a sleigh. Yeah, my kid, my my kids are saying, "I don't think Bill O'Reilly is real," and I'm like, "We're going to test it. <laughs> We're going to see if he finds us this Christmas." Bill, well, I want you to have a good time. You too. Stu, uh, I'm sure you'll have an exciting time uh, dunking into the eggnog or whatever you do. I'll be doing that. Um, I'll be reading "Killing the SS." Uh, you know, very Amazon excited about that. ran out of copies. So many copies were sold, they mm. ran out. We That's had to we had to drive copies over to them. Wow, unbelievable. But I appreciate you killing SS. If anybody is a historian or likes history, great gift. Yep. You still and have the signed copies, Bill? All books are great gifts. Do you still have the signed copies, Bill, on the website? Uh, yes, we have signed copies. We can't get them to you for Christmas, but no. if you'd like them. Oh, you drive them over for Amazon, but you won't drive them over for the listener. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Um, There's yeah, Father I Christmas. Know if I had a list, I would eat them. <laughs> um, so, hey, anyway, I hope you guys have a really nice you Christmas. Too. It's you very too, nice of you to put me on the air every week. God bless you, Bill. I'm doing it free. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving you the airtime for free. Yeah. Oh, my I mean, gosh. It's, it's nice. And uh, Zach, I, I hope you're not driving. I hope you have a driver. I am driving. Not you. I am driving, and I you will are, tell you. You're going to be behind there? I am behind the wheel, and my idea. wife thinks it's a horrible idea, mm-hmm. and my kids are freaked out of their oh mind. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know, and, and every time you get you gas up and you get out of that truck, people are going to go, Colonel Sanders! <laughs> 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 wow. Oh, I, I'm wishing you a very special 2019, Bill. God bless, Bill. Thanks a lot. All right. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Merry Bye. Christmas. <laughs> like to get him an X chair, but if you watch the Game of uh, Game of Thrones, uh, wasn't there a, a house that had X, uh, you know, as their house symbol and, and they were upside down and, and tortured on that X? I think so. That's the one I'm going to send to Bill O'Reilly, but for you... <laughs> You should get the X-Chair Basic. It has all of the magic of the dynamic variable lumbar, uh, which I've never sat in a chair like this. Have you that adjust the whole back oh, yeah, like this? That's great. It's, it's, it's nice. It's like a nice hug as you're sitting. It kind of just hugs you. Makes you feel wanted, needed, respected. I'm afraid at times I might get my fat caught in it. <laughs> no, that's, I, that's probably more our these, fault than the yeah, I know. Fault. It's got these. It has these separate things in the back that mm-hmm. all are uh, that adjust for your back, and it's it's great. I just as a Rubenesque man, mm-hmm. uh, I may have to uh, stop. I may have to start sitting in Santa's chair. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. Anyway, holidays are here. Get the X chair. It is perfect. It is so great. Um, we love it. You're going to love it. If you use my name as the promo code Beck, you're going to get a free foot rest. You'll also get the $100 off. Uh, and uh, X Basic is a, a very, very affordable. So check all of the chairs out. Makes a great Christmas gift. Go 844-4X-CHAIR. 844-4X-CHAIR or xchairbeck.com. Donald Trump says shutdown of the government today if they don't vote for border security. We'll we'll see what happens. 
Would you uh, say, you know what, I'm not signing the criminal justice reform thing either until yep. you get this done. Yep. Get it done. Yep. You want that. That's something the, they really want. The Democrats really want it. Now, yeah. it passed overwhelmingly, probably would be overridden right. the veto, but still. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Go ahead. Override, override it. No, I'm not going to. This office, this pin does not work. My big veto stamp does. This pin doesn't work until I have border security on my desk. Hmm. I know it's a big Jared Kushner priority, so yeah. I don't know that he would want to do that with criminal well, justice keeping reform. Keeping the. But. Keeping the the government open, keeping uh, our government safe is more important today than uh, than criminal justice. And that will happen anyway. Um, can we do a quick lightning round of Bill's ratings and see yes. if you agree with him? Yes. He said Mattis was high, uh, high importance. Yes. Border, high importance. Yes. Syria, moderate importance. The disagree. Huge importance. Um, um, the Russia letter, he said low importance. High importance. Um, the Dow uh, and the, the economy, Colossal, he said high. Biggest. Yes. Kavanaugh, he said low importance. Um, I like his explanation on that one. Yeah. That Kavanaugh, don't get worried. Kavanaugh was ruling on a technicality. Uh, Texas should come back with a stronger case and uh, he'll hear it. Not I, sure if that's wishful thinking, but I'm willing to go into wishful thinking on that one. Um, bump stock ban, uh, he said low priority. Because uh, he was making about guns. I say that's not a gun issue. That is a constitutional issue. Yeah. And I think that's a high a high priority. A high priority. So you were pretty much high on almost all of these, with the exception of Kavanaugh, which I think there's room. You could go low or moderate, I think, with Kavanaugh, mm-hmm. um, because I think it's true. It's not completely revealing of which way he's going to go, but I was already nervous about him going in, mm-hmm. and it didn't help me at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I know. So. I want to give you another perspective of all of the things uh, that are that are going on today, uh, and uh, get your opinion on that. Also. A final Christmas story before we leave you. Hey, it's Glenn, and I want to tell you about something that you should either end your day with or um, start your morning with, and that is the news and why it matters. If you like this show, you're going to love the news and why it matters. It's a bunch of us that all get together at the end of the day and just talk about the stories that matter to you and your life. The news and why it matters. Look for it now wherever you download your favorite podcast. fusion of entertainment and enlightenment this is the glenbeck program so i want to give you i want to set up a scenario let's say that a very liberal president uh, a democrat is in office and he does these things pulls us out of multiple wars he forces out a hawkish secretary of defense he gets very protectionist on trade He passes criminal justice reform, and then he bans bump stocks unilaterally. Do you think the press would be reacting the way they are (laughs) reacting when Donald Trump has just done all of these things? I contend not on your life. In fact, the same people would be calling for him to be the obvious clear winner of the Nobel Prize. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Going to get into the uh, news of the day, and uh, and Chad Prather is uh, with us and uh, get his view on uh, on some of the things that are going on. First, let me tell you about uh, Casper. One minute, and we're back to the program. Casper mattress. If you if you if you if it's time for a new mattress, get it. Do it. It's the best thing you can do for the new year. It really is. Get a new mattress. Start getting good sleep. Now, I can tell you, oh, it's the greatest mattress in the world. Yeah. Well, you're not me, and I'm not you. Uh, thank God you don't have my body. 
and so we're going to all think that things are different. That's why they make different kinds of beds. But you kind of go into the store and you're like, oh, let me lay on this with my shoes on and, and wrapped up in a winter coat. Yeah, I'm going to be able to figure out if this is the bed that I want for the next 10 years. Casper knows this. This is why they allow you to try it for 100 nights. In fact, they encourage you, try it for 100 nights. And if you don't love it, if it's not the right bed for you, they'll just call them. They'll come pick it up, refund every penny. It's that easy. It's the right way to buy a bed. Casper.com. Use the promo code BECK right now. Save $50 towards the purchase of select mattresses. It's Casper.com. Do it now. Terms and conditions do apply. Chad Prather, uh, a, uh, a comedian, uh, a, a kind of the the Will Rogers of the conservative uh, side, if you will, um, who has been doing comedy tours and and quite honestly uh, has has pinned and sung one of the greatest songs ever uh, ever made. Uh, I've got friends in safe spaces, uh, which give me the just give me the hook. Of that. I love that. I've got friends in safe spaces. If you don't go with us, you must be racist. Come on. <laughs> Uh, let's see. What is he? Come on in. Let's get cozy. Showing off participation trophies. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great watching song. CNN in <laughs> yeah. safe spaces. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. How are you, Chad? I'm doing great. I'm Good. doing wonderful. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready for Christmas. And I thought we were going to take a little break, but no. It's been. But you know what? It's been fun. You guys have had me in, had me on the shows this week, and I've enjoyed yeah. coming over. So yeah, you, appreciate that. You have. You're you're a guy. What were you doing before YouTube? <laughs> I was depressed. I was yeah. miserable. I was, I was in, I had gone, you know, I used to travel all over the world and I was a motivational speaker and I, and I was all over the place and, and, you know, I, then I went through kind of a breaking point in my life and I climbed into that proverbial cave for about five years and I said, you know, instead of being entrepreneurial and stepping on landmines everywhere I go, I'm just going to go do what everybody else does and I'm going to join the corporate world and get a paycheck and I was miserable with that. And so one day I was at the gym. I was not in the gym. I was at the gym. There's a yeah. huge difference. That's, yeah, uh, I love you difference. for that. I love you because yeah. I, I, I'll go to the gym. I'll go to the gym. I'm not going to go in. Yeah. And I'm sitting under a shade tree making phone calls. I called oh, my yeah. wife on the phone and I said, I said, I'm quitting my job. I'm miserable. And she said, if that'll make you happy. I said, thank you, because I've already quit. Mm. And she said, what are you going to do? And I said, and it sounded so articulate in my head. I said, I'm going to go make a living just being myself. And she said, Chad, what's the street value on your personality? <laughs> and me being equally quick, I said, it's about the same as President Obama giving a keynote speech at the NRA convention. <laughs> she said, that's hands down worthless. So, yeah. you know, we had no idea. I just knew that I had I, I felt like one of those things. I felt like years ago, God said to me, one day you'll speak to thousands of people. I just had no idea I'd be sitting alone in my truck when I did it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it, God has interesting, different plans and strategies for our lives. Because I was. I was on a bigger and bigger platform back in the day when I was working with ministries and organizations and, and going around the world. And I thought, boy, I'm on the, I'm on the road. I'm, I'm headed up on the pedestal and you get knocked off. It is so strange because it's almost the same experience. When I was eight, um, I, I felt um, a prompting that uh, someday what you do will be a, a turning point. Yeah. Uh, and I, I remember it. And it, it in, in some ways, it screwed me up. Uh, because later, as I got further from it, I thought I knew what that was going to be. And so I became a little more arrogant and I know that I'm right. And it wasn't until I gave up on all of it and just said, well, that was a stupid little 
thing that I don't even know <laughs> if that happened. And what am I doing? I'm screwing up my whole life. And I wasn't even me anymore. Yeah. And I started to risk. I mean, Stu knows he was there the day I looked at him on the air and said, I turned off my mic and said, write this down in your calendar. Do you remember this? Oh, yeah. Write this down in your calendar. This is the day Glenn Beck ended his career wow. because I started being me really me and then the whole world changed i mean it's it's this weird thing we are so concerned that i'm not good enough i'm not this i'm not that if if people only knew uh you know who i really was and that's what they want to know yeah there's a psychological term and i can't remember it right now but most celebrities have that sense of the the curtain's going to be pulled back and they're going to expose the wizard and they're going to be seen for the talentless hacks that they all are. <laughs> and they all have that fear of that. You know, Frederick Nietzsche said that you can only wear two faces to the world for so long before you forget which one's the real one. And mm-hmm. that was kind of where I was living. I didn't yeah. know who I was. And so it's funny. Me too. You know, I look at when I when I just said, I'm going to be me because I was, you know, the Bible says John the Baptist was a voice crying out in the wilderness. He wasn't an echo. He was a true voice. And I said, I'm going to go find my voice. And I'm going to be me. I'm going to be comfortable. I put on this cowboy hat, and that's the world I came out of. And I said, you know, I'm just going to enjoy being myself. And so that's the biggest response I get back from YouTube and Facebook videos, and that is they say, we love the genuineness. You say the things we want to say and we're afraid to say. You articulate it in a way that we've never thought about saying it, and you make us smile when you do it. So, you know, I'm a little bit tongue-in-cheek with everything I do. I'm self-deprecating in my humor, and it's okay. I don't. I believe if you can't laugh at yourself, you know. Yeah, you, I mean, my friend Gary Chapman. He he said to me years ago. He said, he said, you know, when you hit rock bottom, look around. You'll see my name carved on the wall in a couple mm-hmm. of places three or four times. And I said, you know, I think life is really interpreted by the breaking points. I think when you look back at the journey of your life, how many yeah. times were you broken? How many times did you say, damn? I was on the wrong. I mean, this is and I had to get broken down to a bare essential of of humanity so that you become a dependent human being again on on something stronger and and more powerful than you. And it makes you real. It hurts. It hurts. You know, I can remember going through a real hard time several years ago and I called my mentor on the phone and I said, you know, I I don't know how to deal with the situation. I don't know how to come out of this. This cave is dark. And he said, just get back on the cross and finish the job. He said, you know, just go ahead and get it over with. Just yeah. go ahead and die. And that's back when I realized that there's some things that God doesn't want to take to heaven that's in mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm. He's going to get some of it out. Yeah. You know I mean? yeah. And now and, and here you are now. You started YouTube, what, 2012? Yeah, a little bit after that. You know, I was doing a, I had started doing a television show, which no one was watching on cable. And uh, it was a travel television show. It was an equestrian lifestyle mm-hmm. humor show anyway. And so I had a production assistant who said, you know, you're always putting these videos out on social media. And I, I'm not, I say that tongue in cheek, but I really was a depressed person. I was, I was medically depressed. And uh, for me, it was therapy. Because my wife used to say all the time, she said, Chad, go talk to somebody. Go talk to I said, I don't want to do that, you know. And there's no shame against it. I said, I just feel weird being a dude that's going to go sit on a leather couch with a strange dude that every 15 <laughs> seconds says, how does that make you feel? <laughs> it makes me feel creepy. So I just didn't want to do it. And, and I said, I got an idea. So I started putting little observational humor vignettes on Facebook. And she said, you know, you can make money off of that. And I said, I have no idea. So she kind of told me about youtube and things like that and for me i people think that i made all this money off of doing social media videos really it was the doors that had opened up for Mm -hmm. me on the backside. i didn't Mm -hmm. do it to make money for me it was therapy Mm -hmm. and i had no idea when i put a camera phone on the dashboard of my truck while i was sitting in traffic that millions of people were going to be watching to the tune we crossed it over a billion and a half views on facebook alone 
in just two years. Jeez. And it's just been outrageous. Amazing. So we translated that into speaking tours and comedy tours. And I still don't see myself necessarily as a comedian, although I don't think many people really know the difference. You're, you're one of these guys <clears throat> that a lot of people will walk up and they'll see this huge auditorium and traffic is snarled and they'll say, Who's who's Why? here? <laughs> is it Michael J- Jackson back from the dead? Who's here? Yeah. And they'll say some guy named Chad and they'll both stand around and go, who? Exactly. It's it's weird how huge an audience can be now without people knowing it unless yeah. you're connected to them through YouTube. Yeah, you know, and a good friend of mine, and I'll, t- I'll tell you what I think that is, Glenn. I, I, because a lot of people say, well, I don't know who you are, and then somebody will show. Well, I was sitting on a plane a couple of years ago on my way to Phoenix, and I could hear my voice like three rows behind me, and someone was, was watching one of my videos, and mm. then, and then I've had people who walk up to me at the airport, and they're like, oh my God, do you know who this is? And the person with them says, I don't have a clue. And then they say, it's this guy, and they show them in the context of me mm-hmm. with the hat in the truck, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, okay, we know who that is. But what I think is, and I've got a good friend, Rob Long, out in Hollywood. He's a you know Yale graduate. He was executive producer of Cheers. And you know, this guy, he's, he's written so many shows out in Hollywood. And he's a conservative guy. He's consistently on conservative talk. And um, He just did a poll study recently that revealed that 65% of the people in America feel like that they're being underserved by the entertainment that's coming out of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. We say, duh. Mm-hmm. We know that. <laughs> right. mm-hmm. But Hollywood and that bubble of New York and Hollywood and those places, they don't realize there's the rest of America out here. And so what I said, and I didn't want to come out as a political flamethrower, although I do delve into politics because I love it. I love the concept of leadership. And I think I like to look at politics because I like to make fun of the fact that we're void of so much true mm-hmm. leadership in a world today. But I don't want to be a flamethrower with it. I want to poke fun at it. And as long as Washington's writing the jokes for us, I'm going to try to tell them mm-hmm. And in I said, there's this audience out there. There's 65 million people who voted for Donald Trump, and they feel neglected. They've been called deplorables and all these things. Let's go out there and entertain them. And so that's the response that we got. It's amazing to see the people who turn out. You can tell our fan base when they show up. You know, We can recognize them coming. And those people, they drive for hours. We've sold out in cities like Seattle. As in your birthplace, Everett, Washington. We mm. sold out in Everett, Washington. How did you all know places. I was Portland. born in Everett? I, I Google. Uh, I, I don't know how I ran across that, but I remember seeing that somewhere. And I was like, yeah, we did a show in Everett a year and a half ago, something mm. like that. And uh, Portland and San Jose and New York, we sell out. Yeah. And I keep telling my agents and these guys who book for me in L.A., I'm like, stop putting me in these big cities because all my guys are having to drive in for two hours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they so we've, had, we've had tour stops like that, too, where you're just like, they, yeah. no one in this theater has ever been within five miles of this place. You, you know, it's really weird is when we did San Francisco, we did the Shrine Auditorium, uh, Auditorium in San Francisco. Big, beautiful 3000 seat theater. We thought no one would come. Right. Packed to the rafters and. Everybody in there, I, I even said it, you could feel it. Everyone in there all of a sudden kind of felt like, oh, thank God, I'm, I'm safe in here. Yeah, with my and I'm not alone yeah, in my everyday I'm not alone. life. Right? It was, yeah. It's so yeah. bizarre when that happens. All right, more in uh, just a second. I want to talk about some of the, uh, the politics of the day with Chad Prather coming up. First, uh, Simply Safe. The Simply Safe is the way for you to protect your home, uh, the simple and inexpensive way. When you get uh, your Simply Safe home uh, uh, package, you, you open up the box and you plug it in and it'll say, okay, 
here's what you do. I mean, you really don't even have to read instructions. You could tell this was designed by a guy. It had to be because you don't read the instruction manual. It tells you what to do. Um, and uh, so you put it together and it's like a half an hour, really. And I can do this. And I don't. And I'm not kidding. I didn't own a screwdriver until a couple of years ago and my wife bought it. Okay, that's how handy I am. I'm not. I can do this. It's really inexpensive. It is top of the line. It is state of the art technology uh, and 24 hour uh, monitoring. They call police. They call, uh, you know, the fire department or ambulance, whatever you need. That is only fourteen dollars and ninety nine cents a month. And there's no contract. It's the simple way to protect yourself, your home, your family. It's simplysafebeck.com. Go there now. Simplysafebeck.com. 10 seconds, station ID. So we have uh, Chad Prather, who is uh, taking a break from his comedy tour. You can go to his website, watchchad.com. That's watchchad.com, the uh, uh, Chad Prather show. Um, you are on, you're on tour, mm-hmm. like f- 90 stops a year. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, we do about 90 tour stops. And they're then, all on the weekend. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. That's every now and then we'll do, you know, we're, we're headed to Biloxi, Mississippi for the new year. So that's a, the 30th is a Sunday. The 31st is a Monday. Of course, that's a special occasion, but we'll do every now and then, like through the summer, if we're trying out new material or whatever, we'll go to comedy clubs. I don't do many clubs. I do mostly theaters. And we've had Cincinnati, we back in the summer, we had a comedy club on Sunday night. We had 500 people that showed up, sold it out on a Sunday night. I mean, it's, it's, it's a blessing. It's humbling is what it is. You come, you come here and you're selling out, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah huge, we had, we, I mean, like I said, we had 3,000 of our closest friends a couple of weeks yeah. ago here in, here in town. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so Chad, let's, let's talk about, first of all, um, rate this year as far as, because last year I remember saying, oh, God, I'm glad this year is over. Uh, only to enter this year, which is even crazier. Yeah. And I find myself now saying, I'm not sure I'm glad this one's over because I'm not looking forward to what <laughs> might happen next year. How do you, are you, do you feel that way at all? I feel like we're watching a toddler learn to run, to learn to walk and stumbling along and trying to feel their way. It's upright. Uh, you know, it's moving forward. But it's still trying to find its way. And there's still a lot of sharp corners. There's a lot of things. There's there's things you want to say, oh, you know, you want to protect the child from bumping into certain things. And it feels like, especially today, I mean, you you look at the last two weeks and the, it feels like we're bumping into a lot of things. Yeah. But I felt like it's almost like, you know, when, it, when a child's cruising, it, just to take that terrible analogy a little further, a child's <laughs> cruising and you're like, wow, that's exciting. All this good stuff's happening. But then there's that one bruise that defines the moment. And you're like, dang it. You know, we almost had it. Right. And, and I think we're in that we're taking a little bruise right now. And, uh, you know, we had a lot of things that have gone really, really well. So I don't know that I'm necessarily surprised. I'm a little disappointed that it's all happening at once. But if you are a Trump fan, you have to th- see this as a good thing that it's all happening around Christmas because at Christmas nobody's paying attention. Yeah, well, you know, I think that uh, I think people are starting to perk up, though. They're seeing it. There's some disappointing things. Trump has a fa- Trump, Trump has a base that I think some of them are starting to get a little bit disenchanted, a little bit um, 
they they feel a little disenfranchised. They feel like they, maybe they're starting to be forgotten again. It was, and, hang and on just a second. To point that out. It's weird because it's all happened since after the Kavanaugh thing. Right. Because Kavanaugh was galvanizing for him, for even the people who were feeling like, I'm not so much on the Trump train. That one, when that was happening, everybody was like, yep, good for him, standing his ground. So it's been a very short period of time, do you think? Very short period of time. I saw a statistic, and I don't know if it's true or not. I just glanced through the article that said that the uh, employee turnover in the Trump White House right now is exceeding what McDonald's rate is. So that's oh, wow. that's uh, telling if well, that's the true. Well, has fries, though. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, Trump has Diet Coke and fried chicken. So <laughs> that's you know, I, so who knows? But it is, you know, I was, I was, I don't know. The first, my first reaction is to see that you know James Mattis resigns as Secretary of Defense yesterday, and everybody wants to go, oh my God, you know, because everybody loves James Mattis. But then you look at the, you know, historically, the Secretary of Defense that that position usually lasts seven hundred days. And that's about what we're looking at. Yeah, He's we're at go 700 the, days. Yeah, so, it, so that's not unusual, not unusual for that to happen. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. You know, I, I don't know. You, you, there's not a lot of if people aren't into political punditry and they really don't pay attention to it. You know, just every now and then catch the headline news. Historically speaking, you can't name all the cabinet members. You can't name all the chiefs of staff. You can't name all of the the the, the reporters and all these people who in, in the. But this presidency, you know, everybody. You know everybody. I mean, I can't tell you that two years ago I really knew who Jake Tapper was or Don Lemon or even cared. Mm. I knew they were there. I, you know, what, when was Chris Como really relevant? Now everybody's <laughs> looking at what. No, you know, he's still not. He's still not relevant. And not in my world, that's yeah. for sure. So I look at these guys and I'm like, we have made so many people well-known in household names because of this presidency, because of the things that have gone on. And so what I'm saying is we're looking at it through this scrutinizing microscope that we're analyzing every move, every dismissal, every firing, every leaving, every resignation, every little flaw. Come on. I mean, if they're going to take a Christmas picture and Vogue is going to say they're too smiley. That is crazy. At what point are you going to say this is too much? The way they have treated Melania Trump is is shameful. It is just shameful. She has done nothing wrong. She's married to the guy and she's done nothing wrong. She's a perfectly normal human being. She's an immigrant. She's handling this with class and dignity. And for the way they shun her and tear her apart at every every step of the way, it is absolutely shameful. Well, I, it really came to light with me. So when she did the African tour here recently, yes. and there, there's the pictures of her coming back. And I mean, she looks like she's walking out of a Ralph Lauren. Yeah, commercial. It's incredible. Incredible. There's this beautiful, classy lady, intelligent lady, knows however many languages. She is. She, if, that she, were, if that were Michelle Obama, we know. Oh, my gosh. I mean, it would be. She plastered. is more beautiful and stylish and iconic than than Jackie Kennedy. She really is. She is. No, she's she, not a fair competition. Not, she's a freaking supermodel. I yeah, know she that. Really but is. it's still but the it's way she iconic. carries herself. And yeah. it's iconic. And I mean, there, there's no question and about it. It's like saying that everything at McDonald's sucks, even their fries. I don't trust you. <laughs> I don't trust you. <laughs> and that's not even an insult to Jackie Kennedy. No, that's not even an insult to her. No. It's really not. So no. it's okay. like you know, the guy down the street is a good basketball player. Yeah, but the other person down the street is LeBron James. Right? Okay. There's not even a fair competition. So there's an article I read this morning talking about you know the NFL players really don't have you know Kaepernick doesn't have a reason to kneel anymore 
because yeah. you know, yeah. look at this prison reform thing. Yeah, so they took yeah. it away. Amazing, Chad. Uh, thank you so much, Chad Prather. You can find him at watchchad.com. Watchchad.com. Uh, we'll see you in the new year. Always a pleasure. Thank God you. bless. Thanks. Stay safe on your travels. Let me tell you about our uh, sponsor this half hour. It's it's coming up in a minute, I guess. I'm being told in my ear. Wait. Yeah, you have to wait until it's time to wait. Commercial, until. which is like in like five seconds from now, so you should wait till that. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Now I can tell you about LifeLock. Um, LifeLock is the thing that you really, truly need during this holiday and beyond. Uh, if you've done any shopping online, chances are your information is out. This has become so serious. There is no such thing as privacy anymore. There is no such thing as, uh, well, it's going to happen to the other guy. It, it's going to happen to you. LifeLock, it was way ahead of the curve. It is their time right now. LifeLock and Norton Security will protect you against the threats to your identity and your devices. And this is a must have. LifeLock. Go to LifeLock.com. Use the promo code Beck and you're going to save 15% on your first year. That's promo code Beck, an extra 15% savings at LifeLock.com. Go there now. Protect yourself. Protect your devices. LifeLock.com. Promo code Beck. If you're a big Chad Prather fan, I think you'd like him on the news and why it matters. He's been on the last couple of days. You get that show as part of your subscription. BlazeTV.com slash Beck. Use Beck Christmas for 20 bucks off. We are not going to get... We, we are just not going to get uh, to everything we have to do today. I was going to tell another Christmas story, etc., etc. Uh, but then uh, Sarah walked in uh, and uh, her... Husband to be, Stephen uh, is uh, is with us now, and uh, welcome, Sarah. How are you? Uh, we're good. We are. We're really good. We're yeah. really excited for uh, for the holidays. Okay, so now, so uh, tell me why you're excited because you and you and Stephen mm-hmm. uh, are. Um, hooking up officially we are You're getting married we're making it official we will no longer be uh living in sin congratulations which is, which i didn't important. need to hear that <laughs> right. i don't need to hear that uh, uh yes yeah we will be uh flying out to the dominican and mm-hmm. we're gonna go have a ceremony mm-hmm. uh on the beach mm-hmm. to get married mm-hmm. that's great uh, now, did you reconsider it when you found out he was an alabama fan was that <laughs> one of the first thing was i mean did you try to make him stop? What was the I did. I, I had some second thoughts. Okay. There were some red flags mm-hmm. when that happened, but mm-hmm. ultimately I decided that that was just something that I would live with. Probably a mistake. I hope you don't mind me saying uh, the whole marriage, um, <laughs> right? Because right. I mean, as an Alabama fan, you should have just run away. But okay, you know, it's good. Everyone, you can try something new. Everyone needs a, a partner, right? Right. There you go. Thank now, you Stephen so. is the director. You're the director of of these shows, right? Yes. You, you have a title above yeah, that. Senior director. You're senior worried. director. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you call all the shots, which you now may understand why why Sarah looks great in all the shots and I look kind of dumpy. Yeah, yeah, well, that and fat cells. Well, um, yes, that's of course, that goes without part. saying. But uh, uh, so, so how did this uh, how this happen? How did you? At what point did you? Do you want to go lock up? <laughs> you want to ask these questions? Yeah, I do. Well, I do. we started out as just we were really good friends. Uh-huh. Um, you know, we were best friends. We talked all the time. Yeah, no guy. You had intentions, didn't you? Steven? Of course, he did. <laughs> he yes. did, but no I had guys. to make the I had to make the first move. Yeah, he was too. He was too nervous. 
He was too nervous. Right. But yeah. I just don't want I don't want you to live a lie here that he was trying to be your friend because <laughs> that's not what was happening. That's not what was <laughs> no, happening. Well, Steve, I mean, can you was, qualify that? It, yeah, no, no, I can because we both were coming off of, you know, previous marriages that mm-hmm. didn't work. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, we both were not in a place to be in a relationship at first. And we you know, were like that for, you know, a good bit. And. Then it sort of well, you've got this down. It's almost we believable. Yeah, we fought uh, it for really. a while until we couldn't fight it anymore. Oh my go. gosh! Oh, and wow. then we don't need to hear anymore. Uh, so uh, you are uh, you're going off to the Dominican, um, and which is smart because I married my my first four wives in the Dominican because it doesn't hold up legally and it's brilliant. You know, <laughs> you get off the plane and she's like, "Oh, Wait. you know, hey, honey," and you're like, "I don't know you." We're married, not here. Yeah, and then you're sending ice in. That's what happens yeah. next. Ice, ice visits. Is that what you're doing, Stephen? <laughs> no, I don't know. no, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. And you were just friends, Stephen. Um, okay, so... This uh, seems to be a, a, a risky thing to do as the first thing you do as a, as a potentially married couple here. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you seem to be having Glenn sign some official document uh, <laughs> well, related to... I am to- a reverend. I'm a minister. You are a minister? I am a reverend. I know you were a doctor. You're a minister, too? Well, I'm signing this reverend doctor, because that's the way Martin Luther King signed uh, it. Does that invalidate it? I, think- I am a doctor. Okay. I have my doctorate in humanities, which means I can do anything I want with humans. Um, <laughs> and, uh, Including marry them now. And I mm-hmm. am... Well, no, that's not my doctor. I don't have my oh, doctorate good. in that. Uh, no, what gives me the authority to do that is I am a minister in the Church of Universal Life, Modesto, California. <laughs> Is this and, something uh, that you bought in a that, like, mail order? And well, that's could actually be, but, uh, with a church that's very near and dear to my heart. <laughs> is oh, it really? Yeah. yeah. So that yeah. works out really well. Well, it's uh, you know, Universal Life is. I mean, what else says it more than that? Universal Life, mm-hmm. <laughs> Modesto, California. Mm-hmm. So I can sign her marriage certificate. This is real, by the way. You've actually married people before. I have, yeah. uh, and uh, and I think we're going to do that. I want to do that. Remember, we had Vicky in yesterday, and we said, uh, you know, the bowling alley wedding. Yes, I want to marry somebody at the bowling alley uh, uh maybe and maybe we do that on valentine's day that would be so romantic i'm actually a little bit upset that we had all of this planned before you thought of that because can, i would have liked to have instead of going to the dominican i could marry in yeah. shakey's we could go to california I'll marry a shakey's pizza <laughs> it's never too late to cancel and I, I i say that sincerely again he's an alabama fan there's never it's too true. late to cancel it's true and uh also <laughs> i haven't signed this yet so um you know you could cancel you can also cancel on you know wanting me to sign this because <laughs> Somebody's going to have a really good case in divorce court. That's not even real. <laughs> okay. Now, I, I will tell you that I do have to read. I, I don't want to ask you these questions now because mm-hmm. I know you have a ceremony. Mm-hmm. But when you come back, I do uh, because it will bother me for the rest of my life okay. that I signed this and I didn't ask you, you know, you yes. take blah, blah, blah. So, uh, so that will happen. So, yeah, you have to. Absolutely. When you come back, I, and I'm serious, we, we would, could do it. You know, no, we do, do it on the news and why it matters. We would actually, I, I would actually love that. I think it yeah. would be really special. You know, we met here, and uh, you know, it would be, I feel like it would be very full circle for us. So you say that in a giant cat Santa That's sweater. What I told so Steven, I don't know I how like, credible it is. And I mean, I also have these turn on. You have light up earrings yes. and a cat sweater. So um, you you were asking me. Wait, that's a cat. If okay. I should back out, yeah. you, may, you may want to <laughs> oh, ask geez, him. I changed my opinion. Yes, this is, I mean this is there just you go. normal house life though. <laughs> this is how she dresses. There, is, yeah. the, oh, there wow. is the marriage certificate. Wow, signed and everything. Not valid. Yeah. Not valid until I ask you this when you come back. Perfect. <laughs> so okay. there you go. Congratulations there you go. on that. 
Thank you. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You, and the good thing is Glenn has a great record on marriage. He's one for two, uh, which is... No, uh, uh, yeah, Stephen, you need any advice? Mm-hmm. I've been married twice, yeah. and so I know twice as much. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know, for us, too. I like to think of uh, the previous one as just, it was a practice marriage. All right. We right. had our practice. There you go. And now we're ready. Can I tell you something? Uh, in my in my faith, um, you know, outside my ministerial duties at the Church of Universal of Life, Modesto, California. Of course. Um, uh, in my faith... We believe that uh, you can be married in a very sacred ceremony um, for time and all eternity. And I don't know if you've ever heard the song by Ray Charles, uh, I Love You in a Place uh, Where There Is No Space or Time. Have you ever heard that? No, I haven't. Look for it. Um, uh, Michael Buble did it, too. It is how I feel about my wife. And um, the line, uh, the, the, the main line in it is, I love you in a place where there is no space or time. That's eternity. That is heaven. And uh, in my faith, we believe that you can be married civilly. Um, and that is till death do you part. But you can also be joined together forever through all eternity. Tani and I were married civilly first. And then a year later, we were married um, eternally. And I will tell you that we took it very seriously when we got married civilly. But when we got married eternally and took it seriously, really believe we believe we will be together through all time. And it changes everything. It deepens everything. Just like marriage deepens when you go the extra step and say, we will never be apart and you bind yourselves together with God, I will tell you that you start having conversations. It was so strange. And it wasn't, it wasn't in a bad way or anything else. It just happened to both of us. We got back, and within a week, we were both saying, okay, I got to talk to you about something because this kind of drives me nuts. And it was just because you're starting to think, if I'm going to be with you, for all time, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> and it changes and deepens your relationship so much. I, I urge you to consider just at least thinking about your marriage as eternal. Yeah. That it doesn't it doesn't end when you die. I agree. Yeah. That's, already there. Yeah. yeah that's, that's great. I don't know if you um, uh, know the song Cheap Ass Weave by Cardi B. <laughs> uh <laughs> But it really delves into some important... Maybe we'll talk about it off the air. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. This is an important Shirk. issue. Before you leave. Before you leave. Thank you. Right. Mm-hmm. You've cheapened it with that and the cat sweater that lights up. But uh, other than that, we're good. Merry Christmas, guys. Thank Merry you. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Congratulations. Thanks. Uh, back next time we see you, you'll be Mr. and Mrs. Um, all right. Let me tell you about uh, American Financing. The home shopping season uh, really doesn't, you know, slow down. Uh, And if you have if you've put some stuff on your credit card, um, please, please, please consider a consolidation loan, especially if you're kind of maxed out. Please do that. Um, Already credit cards are up at 16. I think it's what, 16.2 or 16.6. I think you said the other day, yeah. Uh, percent for credit card uh, interest. And that's going to go higher. And you could see it at 20, 22, 25% in the next 12 months. 
uh, I think, um, and it's just going to be unworkable. So please don't get yourself behind the eight ball. Know that the interest rate is going to change dramatically in the next couple of years. Uh, and uh, that will mean, you know, you got food or not, quite honestly. Please, if you have any equity in your home, consider getting rid of those credit cards before they destroy your credit history. Um, go for a consolidation loan, consolidate all of those things, get it under a reasonable interest rate and pay those things off. Take you 10 minutes to get started. It's American financing. They're really good guys. Um, and you can close in as fast as 10 days. So start just by calling and just getting information. American financing. Call them at 800-906-2440. It's 800-906-2440. Or you can go online at AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing Corporation, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Last uh, last broadcast for me um, until the holidays pass, and uh, it was kind of uh, kind of a cool way to uh, didn't expect them to come in and do that. That was very cool. Yeah. Um, you know, seeing Sarah Gonzalez, she's getting married, mm-hmm. host of News and Why It Matters. Yeah, um, and I noticed you know you you always come up with these moments where you were you going for an on air conversion to Mormonism. There was that was that uh, you just going for it. You just went right on the air, hoping they just yeah. Hoping there, I, I mean, I I put some uh, Mormon mojo on that thing and i'm even though i've signed it as a you know right. minister of the church of which you lettered it in the mormon language universal life modesto california right so i uh mm-hmm. yeah so well i was um, i'm to get him into the water i i noticed you you know you went for some spiritual moment and you sort of dismissed mine and you, no, you wait, do this all you're the time. talking about the song you, well you do this all the time i'm sick of kind of being you know i'm always the butt of your jokes yeah and um i'm always the, the laughing stock the laughing stock and right. the, the whipping the boy. victim here the victim i'm yeah. the victim sure sure and you are. Yeah. i have a lot to offer spiritually and i never i never get to do that well i mean i thought you're i thought you're uh what was the song that you recommended uh, uh cheap ass weave by yeah, cheap ass, mm-hmm. see i i recommended uh, uh a song for you uh, oh, i don't, I don't, I love I don't know the words of that one um, but I mean, I think the, the, well, the I don't lyrics... know the words of, uh, cheap ass weave either. Really? Yeah. You've never, you... and this is a spiritually uplifting. Uh... Oh, I think so. All right. I think so. Okay. Do you have, do you sure. have the lyrics? Uh, do you, would you like, would you like to hear some? Sure. Hmm. Uh, while you're doing oh, that, oh. I'll look up the lyrics and we can just maybe go back and forth and we can compare. Okay. Okay. Compare and contrast. Yeah, um, yeah, go ahead. Don't even take Nomo selfies. That weave doesn't even deserve any pictures. Like, where did you buy that S? Who really acknowledged it? What made you feel that you would be lit if you went and copped that S? Think of, think about that. Okay. Let it. Let okay, it. Okay, may, may I just compare and contrast America. here? Mine is. Well, I've been uh, I've been a lot of places in my life and time. I've sung a lot of songs and I've made some bad rhymes. I've acted my life out in stages with mm. ten thousand people watching, but now we're alone and I'm singing my song for you. I mean, that's, that's not bad. That's not bad. What about this, though? They tell you you look good? Wasn't you iffy? Oh, I know. They tell you you get two bundles for 50. Girl, you ain't low. I know how this go. Cheap shoes is okay. Cheap wow. dress is okay. But cheap weave is a no. And I know your image of me is what I, I hope to be. I've treated you unkindly. But darling, can't you see... That there is no one more important to me. 
So please just see through me because mm. we're alone now and I'm singing my song for you. I'm, I can kind of see what, what you're seeing in that, but I think uh, a more, to cut more to the core, I would go with this. Talk S about me with your dusty ass weave. Now you out of control. And they say romance is dead. Right. I'm Cardi B. I come through and I kill everything. Everything. And that's a fact. Got me on my Hitman S like brap, 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 brap. Thank, thank God. And I love you in a place where there is no space or time. I love you for my life and you're a friend of mine. And when my life is over, remember that we were together. We were alone and I was singing my song for you. Brap. I mean, I haven't. I don't remember you know, they that. Say in the that they say that art is dead. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that's beautiful, Stu. Thank you. That's Cardi B, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cardi B. She's a very, very. I mean, if you don't, if you don't have the entire catalog, it's worth picking up this holiday season. Really? Obviously, you get the you get the kind of the, the Christmas vibe mm-hmm. when you listen to it. Um, when she says things like, "I'm fully reloaded," full clip. I cut to the chase. Snip, snip. That weave gotta go. Pink slip. Looking washed up. Drip, drip. Wow. I mean, I, if they haven't written is... their vows yet, I think they may want to consider something like that. I, I don't oh. want to get in the way. Wow. It does put to shame. Mm. Well, you taught me precious secrets of truth. Withholding nothing. You came out in front, but I was hiding. And now I'm so much better. And if my words don't come together, then listen to the melody for my loves in their hiding. You are so right. Mm. The snip, snip, drip, drip thing is a lot better mm-hmm. and more, much more, much more uh, lasting. Can I close the year with, <laughs> I can't believe it. This is insane. How can you talk about me when your wave, when your weave is inside the grave? I can't believe it. Or is it just me? But why all these bitches just walk in the streets with some cheap ass weave? Hmm. Wow. Words to think about this holiday season. It really is, and we'll be we'll be driving uh, driving. I'm getting into the truck now and with the trailer and uh, my teenage kids, and we're driving across country uh, for the holiday. And uh, and I'm going to be thinking, brap, 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 and then brap. brap. And that is my message. That I think makes this whole year make sense. You're listening to 